everyone. You are listening to the Artist Chronicles podcast from the Institute for Arts Integration in STEAM, and this is episode eight. Each week, we will highlight an artist. It could be a visual artist, a dancer, actor or actress, or a singer, but we're not going to tell you their name. Throughout the podcast, it's your job to listen and try to figure out who we are talking about. I am your host, Sherry Hatton, and I am excited to be with you today. Are you ready? (laughs) Let's go. Our story begins in October 1955. A bouncing baby boy was born in Paris to two musicians who had immigrated to France some years earlier. Their father was a professor of music and a professional musician, very smart and also very strict. He began teaching his son and daughter how to play musical instruments when they were only two years old, and in a very specific manner. He would only allow them to learn two, maybe four measures, and those measures had to be perfect before they were allowed to move on in their music. Later on, the boy and his sister would say they never realized a piece of music they learned was difficult because they broke it down so much, it never occurred to them that they were learning various levels of difficulty. The little boy loved playing music. By the time he was four years old, he was able to play an entire Bach piece on his instrument. His new private lesson teacher, Madame Lepint, was shocked that at such a young age, he was already able to play the Bach suites. When he was five, he gave his first public performance. One day, not long after the recital, a man who made musical instruments told his famous musician friend, Isaac Stern, about the little boy. Stern said, I went to listen to him, six years old, and it was extraordinary. A year later, Stern helped the family move from Paris, France to the United States. It was a difficult move for the little boy's father as he had lived in Paris for 27 years. Upon their relocation to the U.S., the little boy became a student under the cellist Janis Schultz. Shortly after the family arrived in the United States, the little boy and his sister played for a fundraising event for the National Arts Center, which we now know today as the Kennedy Center. Both President Kennedy and his wife were in attendance, and the event was hosted and conducted by the famed musician Leonard Bernstein. Stern watched the event, which was one of television's very first specials, and was astounded by the little boy's stage presence, saying he had charisma in spades. The little boy had a natural feel for being on stage, Stern said, adding the stage for him is the same thing as home. After his debut at Carnegie Hall at the age of nine, the boy began to study with Leonard Rose. He graduated from the professional children's school when he was only 15, moving on to Juilliard and then to Columbia University before enrolling at Harvard College. During the summer, the young man would attend Marble Music Festival, a retreat that allowed young musicians to collaborate and learn alongside master artists in an environment free from the normal pressures of performance or recording. It was during the course of this time here that the young man met and fell in love with one of the festival administrators, Jill. They married in 1978 and have two children. The young man described his life at Harvard as mashuga, a word that means crazy or idiotic. He would also add in later that during this time in his life, he was lazy and undisciplined. 
Despite this, he still managed to perform many concerts. So many, in fact, that some wondered if he ever had time to practice. But his time was not all concerts and accolades. The young man's principal mentor at Harvard, Leon Kirchner, was very critical of the student. One of the young man's friends called Kirchner the boulder in the young man's road. Kirchner, in his own defense, said, I was a severe critic, but only because even then I was in awe of him. He would tell him that while he had an amazing hindbrain, he needed to develop his forebrain. And develop he did. In the early 1980s, he made his recording debut as the main artist on Gerald Finzi's Cello Concerto. After that, he signed recording deals with CBS Masterworks, recording pieces by Cezanne, Haydn, Beethoven, and finally revisiting the Bach suites he had mastered at such an early age. It was the sixth unaccompanied Bach cello suite album that proved to be his breakout. However, in the 1990s, the musician decided to switch things up a little and take a break from his annual classical releases. In 1992, he released an album with Bobby McFerrin of the Don't Worry, Be Happy fame. A few years later, he collaborated with bassist Edgar Meyer and the violinist Mark O'Connor on a folk-inspired album called Appalachian Journey. As he gained more notoriety outside of the classical circuit, he was chosen as the feature soloist on John Williams' score for Seven Years in Tibet and Ang Lee's Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. His passion for stretching boundaries and intertwining different cultures has brought him to a project that takes music and musicianship into a whole new realm. The Silk Road Project is a celebration of interconnections among the Silk Road, the ancient road that connected Europe to Asia. This ambitious musician says that this project is the most exciting thing he has ever done. In an effort to identify current voices that are representing ancient but still living traditions, he is adamant to ensure that those voices do not get lost, that fabulously rich traditions continue to live without becoming generic. Have you figured out who we're talking about yet? <laughs> It is the award-winning cellist Yo-Yo Ma. Among the highest honors are over 15 Grammys, the Presidential Medal of Freedom, and a Kennedy Center honor. What a life he has led. We cannot wait to see what is next for this amazingly talented man. This has been a production by the Institute for Arts Integration and STEAM. Teachers, for additional lessons and downloads that correspond to this lesson, please check out more information at artsintegration.com forward slash accelerator. <laughs>